Hey, working mom, I'm Latika, a working mom with four young girls, a career and talent development professional, coach, and author. Ever since I overcame postpartum depression and got back to working my career vision, I have been on a mission to help working moms like you balance life and pursue their career goals or vision. In this podcast, I will share tips and inspiration on work and life balance, career growth, career planning, productivity, self-care, and so much more, including our faith and its importance as working moms. View this as your one-stop shop to lead and grow your career and balance it all as we go through life together. So as you are working around the house, on your lunch break, or during your commute, get ready to laugh, talk back to me, and learn something new to be the boss mom you desire. This is The Latika Vine Show. Hey, working moms. I hope you are doing well. Welcome to another episode of The Latika Vines Show. And as I say every week, I am so excited that you are here Today, I want to take a few moments to talk about something that I'm so excited about with you and how you can be a part of it. (laughs) I'm so excited about it. I'm excited for what this is going to do and how so many people can be transformed who are just experiencing some storms really some storms in their life. So I can't wait for you to learn more and for us to dig deep into this. But before I go on, I just want to encourage you, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the Latika Vine Show. Um, If you have never left a review of this podcast, whatever platform you are on, please leave a review so other people can learn more about um, the show. They can learn more about our guests and really just be blessed by what we are sharing here. So drum roll, please. If I had a drum roll, I am launching a new book. I am so excited. This is the sixth official book Um, that I have um, written, um, or I should say, this is the sixth book that I have and the third book that I have been a part of. Um, And so if you've never heard of a collaborative book before, or um, this is an opportunity for a group of people to come together in one book and to share stories of Um, you know, just triumph and just how folks have been able to overcome or share best practices. And so it's a really great um, collaborative opportunity for so many people to come together. And the visionary of the book project um, brings all these people together who have various, you know, stories and whatsoever. And it really allows the audience to um, learn more about that particular person, but also other people. Um, so it's it's a really great 
opportunity to say if I say so myself. So this is a third book for me. Um, and it's called Anthology Project. Um, so it is, I think I want to say about probably 11 people. I think it's 11 people that are in this book, including myself. Um, and it is called Stuck Is Not Your Story. And there's so many stories. I have not read all of the stories in this particular project, but just from meeting the individuals that are um, authors, um, hearing a little bit of their testimonies and what they've gone through and, and then what they've gone through when they were writing the story, man, it, amazing. It's going to be amazing. And so I cannot wait for it um, to launch. So it launches at the end of August. And I'm so excited because my birthday is September 2nd. So what better birthday gift than officially launching my sixth book? Like, can you believe that? (laughs) So, um, so yeah, stuck is not your story. Um, you can pre-order your copy on my website, www.visionary-initiatives.com slash shop. I'll also leave that link in the show notes, but you can um, pre-order that book today. Um, You'll get it sometime um, in mid-September when I can ship everything out when the book officially launches. And so my chapter that I talk about, um, I talk about a lot of things. (laughs) To be honest, I talk about a lot of things, but the main thing I talk about is overcoming fear. So again, the title of the book is Stuck is Not Your Story. And so you have stories of people being, being victorious. And so I know that a lot of times we do not proceed with the vision God has given us because of the fear, because of the doubt, because of the imposter syndrome. And I know that fear is dangerous. And I also know that fear is real. And I say fear is dangerous because fear keeps us stuck. Fear keeps us hidden. Fear keeps us disappointed. Fear keeps us having walls up. We lack trust. We lack trust in things and we lack trust in people. And so I know that fear is dangerous. And I know that fear is real because it's something that we were warned about or we taught about in the Bible. The Bible tells us in Timothy that God did not give us a spirit of fear, but he gave us a spirit of power and love and a sound mind. So we know that fear is real for Paul to tell us that God didn't give us a spirit of fear. And there's also so many other scriptures in the Bible that talk about fear and how we should not be afraid. It's real. I I wrote a a whole 31-day devotional that brought out those scriptures that talk about that we should not fear that we should not be afraid so I know that it is so real and that's why I felt like it was so important for me to write about overcoming fear and choosing to rise because it is dangerous and it is real and so in the chapter that I I write about 
I share the story of my voice and how, you know, I, I didn't go real deep because I think that needs to be a book in itself, but I shared about how at 16 years old, I got baptized as Jehovah's Witness and in that time of my life at 16 years old you're I'm going through my parents getting a divorce of an official divorce even though they had been separated for like six years prior they finally are going through this divorce and my mother's finally getting herself together and you know she's a single mom of five kids and working two jobs she's a teacher and she's also has you know all these other things going on to provide for her five kids as a single mom and so I get baptized as a Jehovah's Witness and it's like I thought I was doing the right thing I thought that you know hey this is what I'm supposed to do this is what I've been raised to do so I'm thinking I'm doing the right thing and y'all know 16 years old and you know I already thought I was grown anyway so here all these hormones are coming in. I, I dedicate my life to God, but I really didn't have a relationship with God. Like I was doing all the public declarations. I was doing all the publicity that came along with I serve God, but I really did not have a relationship with God. So here I am, 16 years old, not understanding anything, not understanding anything. And if, and if you don't know anything about Jehovah's Witnesses, it is... Jehovah's Witnesses are definitely um, an interesting denomination. Um, and there are a lot of things that they don't believe in, but there are a lot of things that they do believe in. And I will just say that I am the person I am today, a person who loves God, a person who knows the Bible inside and out, a person who um, has certain morals because of the teachings of being a witness like a lot of the things that they teach or they taught me are still instilled in me today you know that was my foundation and so the way that I talk because you know we're taught to publicly speak and tell people of the good news of God and so you know there's a lot of things that I contribute to being a Jehovah's Witness that are good that are really, really good. And I'm not saying that, you know, there aren't denominations that do the same, but as Jehovah's Witnesses, you know, you are just taught a different way of life. And so that was my foundation. And then 19, 18 years old, going to college. And of course, you know, if you ever lived a sheltered life and then you go into college, no matter if it was a community college or university, you're somewhere outside of home you're exposed to so much. And I'm not just talking about sex and drugs. I'm talking about everything. You're exposed to everything. So here I am, 18 years old. I was still living at home. So I'm going back and forth to you know my classes and everything. And I got exposed to so much. Had like first official boyfriend in college, lost my virginity in college, like all of that. 18 years old. And then um, I met a man and I got married to him just five, six months after knowing him. I got married. I got married to him, 19 years old, and again, was like in a very controlling relationship, very controlling relationship. And so 
I had to mute a lot of my feelings. I had to mute a lot of my feelings. I had to to mute a lot of the things that I thought felt right because other people were telling me, hey, this isn't right. And so in the book, I talk about how as Jehovah's Witness, I was told to, to keep quiet. I, I was told to have my, my voice muted. Um, I didn't have an opinion, you know, um, my needs don't need to be met. You know, I don't need validation. Like these are all the things that are, are told to me. And so I talk about that at the very beginning of the chapter, how, you know, I was muted. I was downgraded, if you will. And so fast forward in life, there were certain instances where I was muted, where my voice could not be heard because I was in situations where it wasn't allowed. It wasn't allowed. And I compared that to Queen Esther. And if you ever had have an opportunity to go into the book of Esther in the Bible and read how she she was a beautiful woman beautiful woman and you know there are some unfortunate things that happened to her um very early in her life and her uncle Mordecai raised her and so she's just you know just a god-fearing person and just beautiful inside and out and so she was chosen to be one of the um queens for the queen and you know I mean for the king so you know back then you know the kings had more than one wife and so he chose her to be you know one of his queens one of his wives and his um I guess right hand man was like you know hey didn't like um Esther's uncle Mordecai and Basically, you put a decree out there like, hey, all y'all people of this descent of Mordecai, y'all gonna die. Like, I'm done with y'all. And so, even though this was Esther's people, this would be her too, that she would have, she would be affected. Like, not only would her uncle die and all her cousins and family and friends, but she would too because she's part, part of of that culture those are her people she is them and they are her you know kind of thing and so the scary thing for her is she needed to go tell her husband like hey you know your 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 man is coming out here telling that he's going you know all these people need to die because they're not worshiping you know who you want them to worship like you can't do that but if she goes to him unannounced if she goes to him you know uh without permission that she would die too because that was back in the day that was part of the culture if you do not receive permission and go to the king you cannot just abruptly go and interrupt him because you would be killed and so in that moment I realized that man Queen Esther Queen who has the status was scared to use her voice and so she was stuck in a place of do I keep quiet or do I say something and risk my life what do I do and so I I thought it was so interesting and, and only God gave that to me um, to go to, to Esther but 
it was so interesting for me to look at that and say, oh my God, I felt the same way. I felt the same way for so long. I have been hurt. I have been, I've been hurt. I've been told I'm not good enough. I've been told I wouldn't be successful. I was going through my divorce and I was told that I would never have anything in life. I was told by family members that I would never see my my dead daughter again because of me not being a witness anymore. Like, I mean, I've been told the, the craziest things. I've been called so many names outside of my name. I have been told I am worth nothing. I have been told that I'm just going to um, repeat patterns of generations past. Like, I've been told so many things. I know you've been told the same thing. I know that your, your voice has been muted for so long. I know that your feelings have been ignored for so long. I know that regardless of what you have gone through, you have not been validated for your feelings, for your opinions, emotionally, spiritually, physically. I know you've gone through that. And I know that you felt stuck. That you felt like oh, you just can't get up anymore. You felt like, is there is there even a God out there who can help me? And I just want you to know that you are not alone. And that was the whole purpose of me writing this chapter for people to understand for you to understand that you are not alone you're not alone and just because this is something that um you know you have you're going through that you're experiencing does not mean that it's something that is going to last forever this is just a season it's just a season and so I wrote this chapter as an encouragement, as a way for you to understand that, hey, you're not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. That there are other people out here that are experiencing the same thing you are. But let's release this fear. Let's overcome this fear. And so in the chapter, I talk about how to overcome the fear what the fear means so i break down fear i break the acronym down and then i share how you can overcome and i use the word rise and so i break down what rise means so there's an acronym that i use for rise and so i break down how you do that how do you rise how do you rise above the fear what do you do because yes we have the fear but then what? How do we overcome that? So I encourage you, if you are stuck, if you feel like your world is just crazy, like the word crazy, it is crazy. And you feel like you just can't go on anymore. You feel like fear got the best of you. I want you to pre-order your copy of this book. And when you pre-order your copy, 
Um, I will make sure that your book is personalized so you have it autographed. Also, if you pre-order your book now, you can be a part of the book. And what I mean by that is, at the back of the book, I will enter your name as someone who, um, you know, supports this book, someone who, um, you know, is encouraged by this book, you will be included in this book. So I encourage you to go ahead and pre-order your copy. And again, when you pre-order from my website, you will also get a, a, a gift with the book. So I encourage you to go ahead and do that. Go ahead, pre-order it, www.visionary-initiatives.com shop. And it's the first thing you see as a new featured product is this book, Stuck is Not Your Story. So go ahead, pre-order your copy. Let me know how you want it personalized so you can be a part of this book. Your name will be in this book. Like, your name will be in this book. So go ahead, go ahead and purchase this book. I promise you, you will not be dis, dis, um, dissatisfied. That's the word I wanted to use. You won't be dissatisfied. You will be fulfilled by reading this book. You will be transformed by reading this book. You will be inspired to rise above the fear that you have been experiencing for so long. So I just encourage you to go ahead, go ahead, get the book, go ahead, pre-order your book. Go ahead and personalize it on the website. There's a section for you to personalize so you can be added into the book. And even if it's just you want your name to be included, go ahead and just put your name. But go ahead and do that. And you will get the book in September. I will also give you a special gift. But go ahead and do that. And I promise you, I promise you, that you will be transformed, that you'll be able to rise above the fear, that you will come out of this victorious. You will come out of this victorious. You will come out of this season victorious. You will come out of this season as a champion. You will come out of this season as a new woman of a new woman of God. And for the working dads that are listening to, you will come out of this as a new man of God. I promise you that you will. I promise you that you will. So I encourage you to go ahead, order your copy of this book, pre-order it. Again, it officially drops at the end of August. So you will get your book in September, in mid-September. So go ahead and get your copy now. Go ahead. So again, www dot visionary hyphen initiatives dot com slash shop to get your book it is the first thing you see when you go to that page is a featured product so go ahead click on the button to pre-order your copy today well i look forward to talking with you soon until next time take care and have a wonderful blessed day Thank you so much for joining today's show. It is my hope that you gained at least one tangible tip to help you balance life and grow in your career. I get it. Trust me, being a working mom has its hard moments, but it is possible for you to lead and grow your career and balance life. 
And in this show, we will continue to talk about it. But before you go, don't forget to check out the show notes for all the highlights, links, and anything else that was mentioned during today's show, because those tips are going to help you make sure that you can balance life and lead and grow your career. Well, until next time, stay well, remember that you are enough, and that God has you covered. See you next time.